Doggone. Here, Rusty. The lanky golden retriever galloped awkwardly across the yard and jumped up on his master. Strings of saliva ran out of the corners of the dog's mouth as he licked Jack's face. boy, Rusty, that's my boy. Jack nuzzled the dog's neck and patted his flank. Rusty licked his face again. Jack's dark-haired girlfriend, Nicole, watched Jack and Rusty. She felt warmth for Jack, his muscular frame, shaggy blonde hair and beard. She loved his boyish innocence, puppy dog eyes, flannel shirts and hiking boots. A tiny smile formed on her lips. Then she saw the dog slobbering. Her smile faded. She hated the dog. Rusty was always there, snuggling into bed, sitting on the couch, going with him to the beach, visiting. Everywhere they went, Rusty, with his fleas, slobber, shit, and shedding, went with them. Even when he wasn't there, he was. His hairs, his smell, that dog smell. Everywhere. Gross. And if there weren't physical reminders, there were mental. Nicole, Jack would say, Rusty sat up today. He fetched the stick. I took him to the vet. He was so cute. He did this. He did that. She didn't think she could take any more. Yet, day after day, she tolerated the dog. She knew if she stuck it out, sooner or later, she might have Jack all to herself, without his slobbering mutt. She looked at her watch. If they didn't get going, they'd be late again. She slid open the glass door that led to the backyard. Jack, honey, she called. We better leave right now or we'll miss the show. Jack and the dog both looked over. Rusty jumped down and bounded towards the door. Nicole slammed it. The dog leaped up against it, a slap of mud, paws, saliva, and wet nose smearing the glass. Gross. She could hear Jack's laugh through the glass. Come on, babe. Rusty wants to play with you. You know how much he likes you. Come on out. Just for a minute. She shook her head and pointed at her watch. No way in hell would she let that smelly mutt ruin her new sweater. She turned from the door, listening to Jack soothing the dog. That's my boy. The dog whined. Sorry, buddy. Nicole doesn't want to play, but I'll be back later. We'll go for a walk. Play catch. While Jack changed his shirt, Nicole had the feeling of being watched. She looked out the window and saw Rusty staring at her. When their eyes met, the dog growled. He stopped as soon as Jack came out of the bedroom. His tail wagged. Jack smiled and shook his head. Isn't he cute? After a Mel Gibson movie, they enjoyed a late Italian dinner in a candlelit corner of Sorrentino's. Jack had eggplant parmigiana, Nicole fettuccine primavera. They held hands while they talked. Warm feelings and tender words softly spoken in the subdued glow of the candle. The mood went with them back to Jack's where their lovemaking bloomed full and passionate as they shared loving caresses and intimate words whispered afterward in their gentle embrace. Soft skin, touching soft skin. When Jack started to get up, Nicole held him tighter. Don't leave, honey. Stay with me. I'll be right back. Reluctantly, she let him go and lay on her back, still savoring thoughts of Jack inside her. She heard noises in the hall and smiled. Good, she thought. That didn't take long. A moment later, she felt paws digging into her thighs through the blanket. Rusty was on her, his hot, moist dog breath in her face. A cold, wet nose, then a slimy tongue lapped her cheek. 
Get him off me, Jack! She pushed Rusty off her chest. The dog jumped again, his snout burrowing into her crotch. She squealed and pushed him away. Jack came in a moment later. Down, Rusty, he commanded. Rusty cowered on the floor. Jack took him by the collar and led him away. It's okay, buddy, he said softly. She's a little upset. You surprised her, that's all. He pushed the dog out of the room and closed the door, turning his back on the scratching and whining to face Nicole. She saw the hurt in his eyes. I'm sorry, babe. He's a big dog, but he's also a big baby. He's used to sleeping with me. He doesn't know any better. She wiped her face with a sheet and glared at him. The dog whimpered and clawed at the door. Jack slipped under the covers and cuddled her. She stiffened, resisting his touch, then gave in to his caresses. Rusty grew quiet as they kissed. They made love again and fell asleep in each other's arms. The sound of whimpers awoke her. She looked over at the other side of the bed. Jack was gone. She heard his voice out of the hall. It's okay, Rusty. That's my boy. Sorry, buddy. She's not used to you yet. What's that? No, no. Of course I love you best. The crying stopped. She lay awake, waiting for Jack to return. When he didn't, she rolled over and went back to sleep. She awoke in the morning with something warm and heavy covering her legs. She opened her eyes and saw Rusty asleep at the foot of the bed. Jack slept beside her. She wanted to push the dog off, but the sight of Jack sleeping peacefully made her decide to wait and discuss it with him when he woke. Things had gotten out of hand. She remembered the morning she awoke with her hand under her pillow, touching something hard and cold with funny textures, a bone with dried, stringy gristle hanging off the end of it. Another time she woke to find a sticky chew toy dropped beside her face. And the dog hairs, everywhere. And the dog smells. It drove her crazy. She lay stiff, glaring at the dog, waiting for Jack to stir, her anger seething. Rusty popped open one eye as if he knew she watched him, then opened the other. His big eyes seemed to plead. He lifted his head and his mouth dropped into that big, dumb dog smile, as Jack called it. Saliva flowed. She pulled her legs up and pushed him off the bed. Rusty hit the floor with a thump. Jack awoke. She watched as the dog sidled up to him and licked his hand. Disgusting. Jack, I can't go on like this, she said. I can't take him anymore. He scratched Rusty behind the ear. What's wrong with him? She snorted. Nothing. It's us. Our relationship. She sat up and leaned against the headboard, arms crossed. She felt her mouth turning down at the corners. Jack sat up, wiped the sleep from his eyes, and stared at her, a half-puzzled, half-hurt expression stealing across his face. What's Rusty got to do with our relationship? Everything, she blurted. He's always with us, in bed, on the couch, on the floor. We don't get any time alone. He's always there, damn it, she bit her lower lip. I feel like I'm competing with him. He frowned and grew quiet for a moment, then burst into laughter. What's so funny, she said. Her eyes burned. He grabbed his stomach. You, he said between chorals. I, I can't believe it. You're jealous of a dog? His words hit hard. Her face felt hot as though she'd been slapped. She wiped a tear away. Even when we're alone, he's here. Rusty this, rusty that. 
Rusty took a shit today. Rusty rolled over. Rusty chased a ball. Rusty, Rusty, Rusty. I'm sick of it. What about me? I'm sorry, babe. He reached for her and she pulled back. Jack ruffled the dog's head. Rusty's mouth opened into his dog grin. I thought you understood. Rusty's my buddy. It's like we're connected or something. If you're so close, she snapped, where does that leave me? You mean to tell me you feel closer to your dog than to me? He shook his head and smiled. For a second, his smile resembled Rusty's dog smile. Jeez, she thought, he's even starting to look like his mutt. No, no, that's not it. He shot Rusty a sideways glance, then lowered his voice. I just want us all to be together, like a family. He leaned over and took her in his arms. You know I love you, babe. His breath on her neck aroused her. I'm sorry, honey, she whispered. His tongue darted into her ear. I didn't mean to make a scene. I don't want to compete. It's just that I love you. You know that, don't you? I know, babe. Nicole held him tighter and peered over his shoulder. Rusty sat at the foot of the bed, studying them with his head tilted sideways, looking perplexed. That's right, you fucking mutt, she thought. I'm number one, not you. She glared, rubbed Jack's back with her left hand, and gave Rusty the finger with her right. After she and Jack made love, she got dressed. When she went to put on her shoes, she screamed in frustration. Rusty had pissed in her shoe. Jack's birthday came that weekend. Nicole wanted to make it special. She left work early on Friday and spent her whole paycheck, even postponing the purchase of a few necessities, so she could buy Jack a leather jacket. She wrapped the box in blue and green pastel tissue and put it on his kitchen table with a card. She took him out for Thai food, promising him he could open his present when they returned. After drinks and dancing, they returned to the darkened house. Jack flipped on the light, and Nicole let out a startled scream. Blue and green pastel tissue and torn bits of cardboard lay shredded all over the floor. Jack's new jacket lay in the center of the mess, chewed and tattered. Nicole caught the flash of a tail disappearing around the corner. She threw a purse at the dog and chased him through the house until Jack grabbed her and let Rusty escape. She broke down, sobbing. Jack took her in his arms and hugged her. She looked up from his shoulder and saw Rusty peering around the corner. She started trembling. Jack glanced back, then went for the dog. Come here, Rusty. He grabbed the dog by the collar. Bad dog! He thumped him on the snout. Dragging him to the center of the room, he rubbed his nose in the remains of the jacket. Bad dog! Rusty whined and looked up at Nicole with sad-looking eyes. Jack dragged him back outside. You can sleep out here tonight. He came back in and cuddled Nicole against his chest. I'm sorry, hon. I don't know what got into him. They ended up in the bedroom where they made love before falling asleep. Nicole woke up in the middle of the night and found Jack gone. Sitting up, she eased the bedroom window open. She could hear Jack talking to his dog in the yard. Don't be mad at me, buddy, he pleaded. I had to do it. What's that? Oh, she doesn't mean to hurt your feelings. She's a girl. You know how they are. The phone rang the next day. Jack picked it up and talked for a while, 
concern showing on his face. I'm sorry, babe, he said after hanging up. My dad had a bad fall. Is he all right? He's, he's going to be fine, but my mother needs help. Nicole felt her heart sink. How long will you be gone? Three, four days, five at the most. She wrapped her arms around his waist and hugged him. I'm going to miss you. Can I give you a ride to the airport? Jack kissed her on the forehead. I was hoping. He held her at arm's length and peered into her eyes. I hate to ask, but I've got one more favor. Rusty, I know how much you hate the smell, but if you could stop by once a day to make sure he's got food and water, it would mean a lot to me. Nicole spied a scrap of pastel tissue sticking out of the wastebasket. Okay, hon, but I will not babysit him and I will not play with him. I'll stop by and feed him for you, not for him. Jack pulled her close. Thanks, honey. She took him to the airport that afternoon. On the way home, she stopped at the grocery store and bought two large cans of dog food, a small steak, and a large package of rat poison. She went to Jack's and led Rusty out to the backyard, all the while talking to him and patting him. a boy, Rusty, she said in her best baby talk. Come with Mama. Are you hungry? Rusty looked up at her, tail wagging, tongue lolling. She picked up his bowls from the yard and brought them inside, holding them at arm's length. The dog whined. I'll teach you to fuck with me, you stupid mutt, she said sweetly. She scratched him behind the ear. I'm going to fix a special treat for you. She diced the steak and fried it, then mixed it and the grease with a can of dog food. She threw in some spices and a large dose of poison. Sniffing the concoction, she smiled. Smells good to me. That's right, rusty boy. She brought the steaming mixture and a bowl of water out to the yard. This will taste better than the jacket. Rusty poked his snout into the mixture and gobbled. While he emptied the bowls, she went back to the house and got a chair so she could watch Rusty from behind the glass door. When he finished eating, he lay down and took a nap. She waited. An hour later, he stood on wobbly legs and vomited a thick green mixture of blood, bile, and the remains of his meal. Nicole stared, horrified as he looked up at her. His eyes seemed accusing. He staggered toward her. Halfway, his legs gave out and he collapsed. His bowels let loose. Nicole put her face in her hands. Rusty screeched, his cries sounding like that of a human baby. He whined and crawled closer, finally dropping in front of the glass door. She lowered her hands. He gazed up at her with a wild, unfocused look. His tongue lolled out of his mouth. He whimpered and his breathing came in short, labored pants. His head lay flat against the ground. One eye stared up at Nicole. A puddle of urine spread out beneath him. His body jerked and his dog's smile filled his face. A moment later, he stopped breathing. Nicole lined a trash can with three hefty lawn and leaf bags and pushed Rusty's limp carcass into it with a shovel. When she got most of his bulk in, she held her breath and tipped the can upright. Rusty's limp form slid sideways. His tongue dangled from his open mouth. Vacant eyes stared up at her. She quickly tied the bags, put the lid on the can, and dragged it to her car. 
Back in the yard, she hosed away Rusty's mess, then drove out of town. She buried the dog and the empty poison containers in a shallow grave a few hundred feet from the side of the road. Exhausted, she drove home and collapsed into bed without taking her clothes off. She awoke the following morning to the ringing of the phone. Hello? Nicole, this is Jack. Her heart rose in her throat. Oh, hi, hon. How's Rusty? I'm worried about him. Did you check on him last night? Oh, Jack. Her voice trembled on the verge of tears. She didn't like the feeling, but knew it would help her sound more convincing. I've been out all night. Rusty's gone. Somebody must have stolen him. Hot tears fell on her arm as she cradled the phone. Gone? Stolen? Did you call the cops? Not yet. I was going to go out looking again today. Call the cops. Jack's voice sounded strange, like a terrified child. She'd never heard him sound like that before. Of course. I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. She sobbed. I'm so sorry. She meant it. Except for his breathing, the line stayed silent for an uncomfortably long time. Then she heard Jack's voice, barely a whisper. It's all right, hon. It's not your fault. She met him at the airport three nights later. His face looked hollow, his eyes sunken with dark rings underneath. His features were gaunt as though he'd aged 20 years in a few days. He moved in a stupor. Nicole ran to him. Honey, are you all right? Are you sick? I'm okay, he mumbled, just a little run down. You look like hell. You need some rest, babe, something to eat. He looked at her, head moving slowly, face twisting in pain. I need Rusty, he whispered. She fought back a rising sob, took him in her arms, and gently stroked the back of his head. She could feel him shaking. Come on, honey, I'll take you home. Nicole drove to Jack's and cooked him dinner. He only ate a few bites before pushing his plate away. Can't eat he muttered. She cleared the table and started washing their dishes. When she turned to talk to him, Jack had gone. She found him sitting cross-legged in the backyard, Rusty's chew toy pressed to his nose. She backed away from the door, went to the kitchen and finished the dishes. Jack came in half an hour later and went straight to bed. Nicole climbed in after him. He tensed when she put her hand on his shoulder, so she left him alone. He fell asleep quickly. She studied him, wondering how long he would stay like this. She knew how much he loved the dog, but things had gone a little too far. For the first time in their relationship, she worried about Jack's mental health. Was he losing it? She lay awake a long time, rolling over onto her side and dozing. Rusty whined in the darkness. Damn him. He'd gotten into the room again. She caught herself. Rusty's gone. She sat up in bed, eyes wide. The sound came from beside her. She looked at Jack, asleep, whining like a dog, like Rusty. The sound frightened her. She didn't know whether to wake him or leave him alone. She leaned over and stroked his head. The cries softened to a whimper, then into shallow breathing. She took a deep breath, lay down, and went back to sleep. She awoke the next morning and rolled over to watch him. Her breath caught in her throat. Rusty's chew toy 
lay next to Jack's head. She reached over and touched it. Wet. Repulsed, she slipped out of bed without waking Jack, showered, and went to work with the uneasy feeling that Jack was slipping away from her. She decided that if his strange behavior continued, she'd call a doctor, see about getting him into therapy. After work, she stopped for groceries and went to Jack's. She found him curled up on the couch, surrounded by dog toys, Rusty's blanket clutched close to his face. She set the groceries down and sat next to him on the couch. Maybe we'd better get help. I know how much you loved Rusty Jack, but don't you think it's time to let him go? Rusty's still here, he pointed to his head. With me. She fought back, rising in patience. Jack, this has gone too far. Tomorrow, I'm going to call a doctor. Jack stared back at her, but didn't answer. As soon as she crawled into bed that night, she smelled rusty, as if he'd just been there. A chill scrambled across her scalp. There were dog hairs everywhere. Funny, she hadn't noticed them the other night. Must have been too tired. When she slid beneath the sheets, her foot hit something small and hard. She reached down and pulled out a gristle-covered bone. She wanted to make love to Jack, but he was acting so strange, distant. She decided to wait. Pulling the covers up, she fell into an uneasy sleep and slipped down into an uncomfortable dream. Rusty jumped onto the bed, claws digging into her legs, his nose burrowing into her crotch. Gross! She swatted at him. He crawled up on her, tongue hanging, saliva oozing from his mouth. She tried to push him off, and he growled. Startled, she opened her eyes and saw Jack leaning over her, smiling his silly, dog-like smile. She let out a squeal. Oh, honey, you scared me. Jack pressed his face into the curve of her neck and licked her. Goosebumps prickled over her body. When she woke the following morning, she had scratches on her legs. Two nights later, she lay awake, wanting to reach over and embrace Jack. She propped her head on one arm and studied his sleeping form. Should she wake him? No, better wait. They could make love in the morning. She closed her eyes and drifted. The sound of growling came to her. A moment later, the dark, shaggy-headed form leaped up on the bed. The smell! It lunged at her, hot animal breath moist on her face, stringy saliva covering her neck. She looked into the eyes of her attacker a moment before she felt pressure on her throat. Then she opened her mouth to scream. Teeth tore into her neck, ripping through her windpipe, choking off her voice. She watched her own bright arterial blood spurt onto the sheets. Then she stared into Jack's eyes and wondered, Rusty?